Welcome to Spinal Tap Minute. We're on episode 45 of Spinal Tap Minute, the podcast where we analyze, scrutinize, and none more black eyes the movie This is Spinal Tap, one magnificent minute at a time. I'm Heidi Bennett of HeidiBennett.com. And I'm Sean German of 5MinutesOfMime.com. And our special guest today from the Earwolf Network and a musician in his own right, Brett Morris. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Oh, thank you for joining us. It's my favorite movie of all time. Awesome. So I'm very excited. Ours, too. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good movie, it turns out. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so we're here uh, today specifically to talk about mini- Minute 45 of the movie This Is Spinal Tap. And minute 45 starts with, we get a few seconds of Derek walking through airport security and uh, the rest of the band is having a good laugh at his expense. We end with Nigel going into his big solo. And in between, we get a lot of heavy duty performance with the band on stage. Yes. And we get a lot of crotch shots in there. Um <laughs> And we get yeah. the brilliant uh, little minuet, um, you know, performance within the solo, which is mm-hmm. a class- classic, uh, like Jimmy Page move. Every guitarist fantasizes about that move, playing the old the, classical yeah. piece. Right. The cl- the classic pr- pretentious lead guitarist <laughs> exactly. is going to show off what he knows. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and there's, like, the cameras, you know, there's not just cameras, like you said, they're not just crotch shots. There's, like, cameras specifically seem like they're there just to, you know, make sure we get a lot of crotch shots, oh, yeah. like they're crotch cameras. <laughs> yeah, that that great angle right from below, they knew exactly what to do. Yeah. Yeah, so this minute we get also viv doing his signature look his <laughs> mental patient i mean he's really playing it up his eyes are like going skyward and um he's uh my husband took a couple of notes earlier actually when he was watching it he said he he did some research specifically on the the headpiece <laughs> And he said, well, looks like maybe he's wearing like a colander on his head. (laughs) Is it it like a mad scientist kind of thing? I think it's supposed to be like he's actually, yeah, it could be mad scientist or like he said he has a, uh, the white thing on the side is an electric fence insulator. (laughs) Oh, interesting. Yeah. And then he has ekg electrodes on the front so i was thinking mental patient oh yes yes that makes more sense yeah i assume they were going for like a, an electroshock therapy type look <laughs> but uh yeah he's full on and they're doing it there's even there's a couple guys with their arms crossed right behind him like they're they're his keepers or they're the orderlies to kind of keep the mental patient in line mm-hmm. they're 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 going all out with this particular corner of the performance that no one else is in on. The rest of the band is is doing something else. <laughs> there isn't like, you know, David's got a stethoscope and and Derek's dressed up as a nurse or anything. No, this, you know, the theme does not extend beyond oh, no, it's the just keyboard Viv. area. Yeah, it's just Viv's own, <laughs> own little world. Viv just came up with this on his own and he's just going with <laughs> right. it. But, uh, but it's great. I'm loving it. And, and he's, you know... 
he's not looking down at the keyboards at all. The the eyes are rolled back or they're they're looking straight up. It's it's wonderful. It's great. It's it's great music and great theater. Viv is very underappreciated. I'm glad we're talking about Viv. Yeah, we're we're big Viv fans. We actually <laughs> we we got to um, everybody that's listening now will know this by now. But uh, Brett, since you're kind of new into our into our minute movies by minute world, we actually got to interview Viv because he lives here in Oakland. Oh, really? Yeah, David Caffinetti. So there's a bonus episode you can find when you look at Spinal Tap Minute of he came over here to my place and we hung out and the three of us talked and and it was so fun because he had some great stories and he talked about this costume in particular (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i'll have to check that out that's he must he must have so many stories about that yeah yeah really good natured fun guy (laughs) well i i just noticed for the first time Mm -hmm. that he's wearing gloves yeah in addition to you know he's got like a like a dressing gown. He's got the stuff on his head that we mentioned. And then he's like, I don't know if he scrubbed for surgery. Is he, then is he the doctor? <laughs> he's wearing like, he's like, yeah, rubber gloves or latex gloves and still playing, but still playing yeah. the keyboards. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, and that's right in the era where gloves started becoming very cool on stage with the, oh. with the hair metal guys and everything. Would they usually wear like one leather glove or what? What's like a good hair, hair metal glove kind yeah. of look? Generally, like motorcycle black leather gloves, that type of thing. Yeah, like the fingerless one. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, so yeah the fingerless gloves, like leather. <laughs> yeah, and then like maybe a gauntlet or a, you know. <laughs> depending on how heavy your your duty was. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So yeah, yeah we're go ahead, Sean. Oh, I was just going to I was going to back up a minute Be- before yeah. this, before we even really get to the song where they're just doing there's a little drum intro and and Nigel's one of us. He's he's doing the air drumming. Oh, yeah. While Mick is getting the song going like he's up on stage like, no, you should be you have a guitar you should be paying attention to. Right. But he's just he's, he's one of us in the audience. He's doing the air drum to uh, to get us started. I like the enthusiasm there. Yeah, that reminds me of um, how much I hate when singers air guitar while the guitarist is soloing. Yeah. I might be bi- biased yeah. against that, but that's always a thing you see. Mm-hmm. Um, the cocky lead singer, you know, he can't he can't have one moment taken away from him. He, he's got to be air guitaring. <laughs> Nigel's pulling that to the drummer. Yeah, yeah, pulling focus a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, it's not enough that I'm out here in front and have a eyeliner in my embedded in my cleft chin and <laughs> full makeup and my guitar solo. I'm also going to be playing some air drums. Yeah. Drum yeah. yeah. Notice the drummer also has gloves on. Yes. And uh, they have his set just perfect for that era for all the bands they're skewering. You know, with the gong in the back and they got the multi multi toms, you know, roto toms surrounding him. Um, yeah, it's very, um, uh, what was the guy's name? Yeah, it's like the Iron Maiden drummer or, or the, you know, Rainbow drums and all those right. bands. Right, right. Rainbow, wow. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we ever get to hear the gong, unfortunately. Oh, no. Yeah. When you have a gong in the uh, 70s, early 80s uh, rock band, that's only used for one song, your your big epic. 
the, the Bohemian Rhapsody, you know, gets okay. the big gong at the end or the uh, Stairway to Heaven. Mm-hmm. What about like Stonehenge? Maybe we'll. That's what I'm. Yeah. Thinking. That's uh, probably we'll have the to, song. We'll have to keep watching to see yeah. if we get if we get some Stonehenge this tour because <laughs> right. I think that's that, that's their big. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's their terrapin or stairway, whatever. That's the big number. Exactly. Yeah, and and once again, I think I've I've made this comparison before, but what Mick, Mick the drummer, I'm I'm thinking like a Marilyn Manson vibe. He's a very hmm. I don't know if if goth was a thing around this time of, you know, this is filmed in 82 and it came out in 84, I guess, like uh-huh. Bauhaus and and some of what we would think of as like goth bands were around. Mm-hmm. But uh he yeah, he's he's a I think it's a very forward look that would be in place, you know, well into the 90s. Yeah, yeah. He, he's very uh, strung out looking even though he's probably <laughs> young in it. He's yeah. a perfect the perfect drummer character. Mm-hmm. He stays out of the way, but every every one of his lines is is a gem. And this is yeah. probably nearing the end of his life, right? <laughs> probably. <laughs> well, right. He, he doesn't know that yet, but <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's looking especially skeletal in this. Yeah. Well, I love thing. that scene. It's not in this minute, but the one where he's, you know, Marty is interviewing him about all the other drummers <laughs> dying, and then you see him kind of nervous, like it can't happen to every drummer, right? <laughs> The law of average. <laughs> the law of averages. <laughs> so yeah, Brett, you mentioned this is your favorite movie. Do you remember oh, like when you first saw it or how often you've seen it or anything just specific to your experience um, with the movie? Actually, I do remember. I remember very clearly the first time I saw it as a kid. Uh, I remember my, my parents uh, watching it. It was probably in the 80s or something. I mean, I was pretty young. Mm-hmm. And the I remember being very scared of it. I, it was like, it was it's a very dark movie. The whole thing is very dark lit. Oh, right, you know? right. And, and something about the graininess and the darkness of it was just sort of scary to me for some reason. Yeah, and, that makes um, sense. And you know, I was probably too young to really get all the humor and everything. But then, then I remember the Stonehenge scene came on, and the little people d- dancing around the Stonehenge and I started just crying laughing. Like I couldn't <laughs> stop laughing as a kid. That was the funniest thing I'd ever seen up to that point. And um, yeah, I very vividly remember that. But then later um, after, you know, getting into music and, and being older and everything, revisiting it and it just completely blowing my mind. Every time I watch it, it blows my mind how good it is. It's it's kind of like a miracle movie to me, just the way, the 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 fact that it's sort of the first of its kind and the best, and they mm-hmm. and they're so they're genuinely good, but they're also genuinely stupid. You know that that right. perfect balance of everything, of when you're parroting something, but you're not actually, uh, you're not actually bad at it. Like they're good at it, mm-hmm. what they're doing. They actually write the songs, they actually play them, all at that like perfect level of skill where it's it it's perfectly bad but well executed yeah, yeah. that's definitely something that i think m- almost every guest has said one way or another is and and we have multiple times just like it never to be repeated again you know it just seems mm-hmm. like it was this one special little moment where all of this yeah came together and worked just 
perfectly yeah. and how them being great you know musicians it just it pulls it off even more and it blows my mind thinking that it was just it, it's not really um an after the fact parody like it's right in the thick of the era that they're talking about right so it's, it's like yeah. it's actually um way ahead of its time even some of the stuff they make fun of happened after them you know it's like <laughs> right, they sort of right. called called where it was all going right I mean, to think that this is the early 80s i mean it's just crazy to me like black sabbath actually you guys may have talked about this they actually had you know stonehenge on stage i don't think the, we yeah, talked no, about that did we no we haven't and wasn't that I think that it was in 83. Right. So they were, I think they, the story was they were, you know, they thought the movie ripped them off and they were the source material, but then it turns out, you know, they did it a year after the movie. Yeah. So it was, um, yeah. So the, yeah. The, it was filmed a year before yeah. Black Sabbath it did it. The film. movie just didn't yeah. come out to laughter. And like, a, exactly. yeah, the, the word is Ozzy was like livid that. They yeah. had ripped him off for this movie, but it's like, well, no, we did the movie first. You ripped them off. Yeah, they were just so on the pulse of that culture. It's just like, it's crazy to me. Yeah. No, that's yeah. a good point. I don't yeah. think anybody's made that point specifically that it was hap- – It's yeah, it's a parody during the time, not yeah. way after. It's not – we're not – Except for the old footage, everything's yeah right in the mix. Yeah. It also makes me as a as a metal fan, I just you know relate so much to the to everything they do. But it makes me, it's like they the way they do it doesn't make you. It's not uh, it's not um, taking down the genre, you know, like it doesn't embarrass you for it. It kind of mm-hmm. makes you like it even more. I don't know. It's just like it's it makes you realize how absurd it all is, but also you still like it, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think what I feel about it as, cause I, I sing, I played in bands mm-hmm. most of my life and, uh, is that, yeah, they have, there's a lot of warmth and friendliness and sweetness as ridiculous as it, it all is. There's still something very positive and uplifting and fun about the movie. Yeah. And it, not it, like it, some yeah. of the other ones that can be other parody type things that can be like so cringy or so painful that you, you right. don't want to watch it. Yeah. I yeah. mean, th- these guys must be, they must be heavy metal fans. Exactly. To, to see the, that they're, they're, they're poking fun, but at the same, you know, and one thing we've talked about a lot, I think, with every performance that we see in the movie is that. For the most part, these are legitimately good songs. I like all yes. the, you know, all this music in the movie. That <laughs> brings out the too. duty in my soul is free. <laughs> well, just you don't, you know, you don't pay too much attention to the lyrics, but so they 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 make fun, but but it's not, you know, yeah, it, I it's not kitsch. Like the, the music itself is good. You know, the yeah. the musicianship is competent. Um, well, another thing, talking about how it's kind of of its time and. Maybe coincidence. Maybe they're they're actually getting ahead of things. And it's funny we we joke about Spinal Tap kind of chasing fads as their style and 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 their their musical uh, style has changed through the years. That generally they're they're a little bit behind. But in terms they got ahead. You you mentioned the um the the Stonehenge prop that Black Sabbath used. Uh-huh. Also in '84. Uh, Judas Priest came out with an album, Defenders of the Faith. Exactly. Yes, that had a song, Heavy Duty. It's a different song, <laughs> but they, they, you know, Judas Priest came out with a yeah. song, Heavy Duty, in '84. And again, this is this is filmed in '82. 
So uh, <laughs> somehow Spinal Tap got ahead of it uh, on that right. one. Yeah, it's always hard to – every time I think I kind of know um, the exact band, the real band that is most Spinal Tap, you, you know, you see like old documentaries on them. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, Spinal Tap must have been based on uh, Judas Priest or, or – um, you know, Iron Maiden or something. And then you, the more you watch, you just realize it's all of them. It's perfectly all of them. <laughs> yeah. and they really? Yeah. And, and, and it's you too. If you're a musician, Heidi, you're a musician. It's like, yeah. it's everything you do on the road or in bands. It's just, they have a scene for it. It feels like. Totally. So yeah, actually that's a good time to segue over to asking you since you're a musician or in any other part of your engineering or anything like do you have any spinal tap moments that you want to share um i I probably have more than i can count (laughs) i have uh, (laughs) i mean i literally have had the um the not finding the stage thing you know being backstage with a band and we couldn't find the stage and we were walking around and taking elevators and stuff and (laughs) we could and somebody has to point it out to us you know where to go We've actually played, I actually played for a veterans hall one time, you know, which re- reminds me of them playing yeah, the totally. hanger, you know, <laughs> and, and it's like, <laughs> you you go thinking it's a normal gig and then it turns out it was like this weird veterans hall. And then we're on the basement, in the basement and on the plane on the floor and there's just octogenarians like <laughs> slow dancing and stuff. Too. So what kind of stuff were you playing? No, this was just like original, uh, you know, alternative rock, rock and like hard rock. Did, did they stuff. ask you to play some slow songs so they could dance? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Like, oh, I've had the um, on stage, you know, with the uh, when Nigel had um, the radio signals coming through his wireless, mm-hmm. thing. right. Yeah. I'll never forget one time uh, we had this gig in a, in a very um, Hispanic part of town, part of L.A., and it's in this little club, and my amp, for some reason, was getting signal from a, you know, like, Latin radio. Oh, and my like, God. Really, really loud. Like, oh. getting a little bit of interference is not that uncommon, but this mm-hmm. was, like, perfectly on the dial <laughs> on, like... <laughs> It, like playing some like uh, banda music or something like that. And I just remember um, frantically trying to figure it out and trying to, I don't know, unplug cables and putting them back in. And then all of a sudden this song came on through my amp and the audience all started singing along with it. <laughs> 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 it somehow turned into it like our encore, basically. Oh my God, that's um, great. Yeah, just so many. Oh <laughs> And then, like, the tiny, even the tiny moments, like, the way they argue, even, or, like, their little, just the dynamics within the band. Sometimes it's almost, like, a little too close. It's, like, too close for comfort. <laughs> you know, like, when the other bandmate's girlfriend or boyfriend is in there and someone else doesn't like them or, you know, they change when they're around them. All of that yeah. stuff happens yeah. all the time. Yeah, that is definitely very real feeling. <laughs> Too real sometimes. Yeah. yeah, I remember playing, I was in this big band, like in the 90s when there was that whole swing revival. And oh, yeah. um, we were like 
a, anywhere from a 16 to a 23 piece band, depending wow. on if we had our go-go dancers with us or uh -huh. we were kind of like a little bit swing, but a little bit cabaret. And it was okay. a lot of originals and some covers, but I don't know who booked us into this one place, but I do remember it felt like kind of like the Blues Brothers where they're in that <laughs> bar, you know, like you right. show up yeah. and you're thinking like these people at this club could give two Fs that we are here and they don't even like they're the room that we were in the stage was way too small for us so we're like spilling over and um, you know spilling off the stage and we have we have I mean all sorts of antics and costume changes and everything and mm. it, they were just playing pool you know like yeah. <laughs> they're either at the bar like watching the TV or playing pool and they just totally ignored us you know luckily right. we had you know the girlfriends and the boyfriends and the few you know hardcore buddies that were there and those were the yeah. only people we were playing for so. did you have the guy in the audience with his thumb down just <laughs> that is the worst <laughs> that was a that was such a weird time in the 90s i always thought where i was i was so into grunge and you know the hard rock and metal yeah. scene mm -hmm. it was like felt like that was the time you know like it was everything was gloomy and grungy and heavy and then all of a sudden the next year it was all like swing and right right and swing and stuff yeah it was such yeah. a strange turn i always thought it was i was more i mean i always like um older era music too but I, like i was really into yeah the grunge stuff too so it was it was fun and i and i think too i don't know about for you but gigs could be really mixed too so it'd be to have oh, yeah. a show where my brother's yeah more alternative rock band would be opening for us and then we'd come out in our crazy costumes and but it yes was, people were in for all of it oh yeah well, that's good if they were in for it. <laughs> that's the only thing, you know, any like smaller band has to deal with that, especially in LA, they have, um, the promoters are awful and there's no real culture anymore about it. So it's like, you'll just get thrown in with, you know, four or five other bands that have no similarities at all to you. And so the audiences don't mix at all and everyone mm. just leaves right one right after the other. So, right. Like I've you, come to yeah. see my band and they're like, when do you go on? When are yeah. you going off? And I'm going to come for that amount yeah. of time. Only. Yeah, exactly. That's always a bummer. Yeah. yeah. Well, getting back to this minute here, is there anything else particular to this minute before we wrap up episode 45? Um, I'm trying to think crotches i see a lot of crotches, <laughs> a lot of crotches. <laughs> and david's yeah. really you know really emoting a lot here towards yeah him. david is singing hard yeah <laughs> it's brought out um, the duty in his soul <laughs> well heard, we've got yeah oh go ahead <clears throat> oh i was just i had read something recently that kind of bummed me out which was that uh michael mckean and harry Shearer apparently had a falling out you guys hmm. read that no, well, I Harry, have not heard that. I haven't heard that. Yeah. And I know that about Harry Shearer and everybody in all three of the guys are part of the um, suit against Avendi. Vivendi, is that what they're called? Mm -hmm. the, the, yeah. the company oh, right. who put out their, the movie. So, yeah, I mean, at least they're all, or something. yeah, like yeah. 84, the, the Vendi saying they made $84. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I know that they're all, that they joined Harry Shearer in the suit. 
So there must be yeah. at least that kind of civility going on. But now yeah, I haven't heard yeah. anything like they that. They agree they want money. That's it. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> so at least their lawyers are talking to each other. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, Christopher Guest came into Earwolf once. Oh, really? Yeah. That was maybe one of the, uh, you know, top, top people on my bucket list to meet, you know. Um, so that was a crazy, crazy day. And he was, <laughs> he's, he's quite a character. He's maybe the coldest, driest person I've ever met in my life. Mm, I've heard that um, about him. Yeah. yeah. But then there's a little, you know, there's a lot of, uh, dry humor around that comes into Earwolf and something you kind of learn how, what makes them tick and what's really funny about them. But right. he was by far the driest. But mm. then there's this little... Sometimes he sees this, this little glimmer in his eye that you can tell he's getting a kick out of it inside, you know, <laughs> but his face will never let you know. <laughs> That's um, cool. Yeah, he was on the Crybabies podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> well, cool. Well, maybe we should wrap up um, episode 45. And um, are you willing to come back for 46, Brett? Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. We've got more rock and roll to come then. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, that's it for episode 45 of Spinal Tap Minute. You can find us at SpinalTapMinute.com. And, um, you know, we usually ask people to, like, leave us a, a five-star review, which kind of feels, I don't know, tacky and weird. Of course, you can leave a lower star if you yeah. want to, but you know, we'd also, we're talking about even if you just go over to iTunes and, uh, you know, leave us maybe one of your favorite quotes or stories from the movie or anything like that. Um, we really appreciate it. And that's about it for me. All right. Well, now uh, remind our audience about our Spinal Tap hotline. So you can uh, leave us a message at 419 827-8276 and that's also known as aka 419-TAP-TAP-6 and you can leave us any uh, questions or feedback on the show or if you have any of your own real life Spinal Tap moments we'd love to hear it and if you, you have a good story or question we may feature you on a future podcast and so Brett if, uh, if anyone in our audience would like to hear more from you or, or what kind of stuff are you doing that you can let us know about well, you can usually hear me on uh, the Who Charted podcast um, on Earwolf and uh, sometimes on Hollywood Handbook and some of our other podcasts. You can listen to some of my albums with Howard Kramer that I've produced with him, some of our uh, summer albums. If, yeah, if I was wearing my Have a Summer t-shirt today. <laughs> yeah, really, that's awesome. That's so cool to hear. Actually, you know, I, I would... I would say that my Spinal Tap influence for sure comes out in those. Some, oh, yeah. Some crazy. Yeah, I would, I would for sure. That that idea of uh, well-executed stupidity. As someone <laughs> Definitely. <called it. laughs> right. Yes. Uh, and if, yeah, if I would just, yeah. yeah, as an own aside, that's one of my motivations for getting Brett in here is that he's uh, somebody I've been listening to on uh, a couple of the Earwolf Wolf Earwolf podcast. <laughs> a lot of people say a lot of people Who say Earwolf. Have you um, noticed that? That was uh, Jake Fogelness used to always say yes. Earwolf. Earwolf. Oh I think I kind of like got it from him. <laughs> I used to I used to feel like I was going crazy when he, when I was recording him. Like, is he saying Wolf? 
<laughs> but then I realized like that's some accent people have. Yeah, yeah. Uh. I think I, I got that from him. But yeah, yeah um, I've been listening to Who Charted um, and and listening to Brett on there, and also love all of those those albums. And uh, they're really great, especially for this time of year. For like you know rolling down the windows and blasting something. They're mm-hmm. one of my. They're always on rotation for me in the summer. Oh, that's so awesome! Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I guess that's it for me. I mean, I have a couple things coming out. Howard and I will put out more stuff this year, and I have a big project with Matt Besser, but I can't really go into detail about that, but I'm really, really excited about that. Oh, and also, uh, Honus Honus, that's the band I'm in. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Are you guys playing any time this summer, or what's your schedule? Uh, we have, right now... The only show I know of is in June, and it's at the uh, Echoplex in L.A., which I'm really excited to play. Cool. Um, that's a great place, so um, that'll be a lot of fun. And we went on tour late last year, and there might be more tours to come. Just just keep an eye out, I guess. Yeah. How do you For people who don't aren't familiar with Honus Honus, how do you spell it so people could look, oh. look that up? Uh, H-O-N-U-S. And then do the same thing again. Perfect. <laughs> so just how it yeah. sounds. <laughs> <laughs> right. And check awesome. out uh, Man Man, his, uh, the band, you know, he's most famous for. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Great. Thanks. Thank you. This has been Thank a, you. a lot of fun. Looking yeah. forward to the next one. Cool. Let's do it again. All right. So we'll, we'll come back Monday. We'll do it again. But for now, uh, thank you for joining us. Have a good weekend. We will... We will see all you guys later, and until next time, and so say all of us, tap tap into into America! America. 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 (laughs) Perfect.